Welcome to the Coco and Jojo Show. I'm Corey. And I'm Samantha. And we're Coco and Jojo. And we're here to talk to you about some film and TV shows that we watch throughout the months or weeks. So I guess we'll jump in to the first one, or do we want to do a little chit-chat? Jump right into Big Brother first. you Because I want to get caught up. You tell me about it. Okay. So, Big Brother 22 just started, and it is an all-star season, and um, I am a little obsessed. I heard I just got thrown into a pool, a fantasy pool. Who did I get? Yes. We do a fantasy pool every year with my friend, and um, we all pay $5 in, and the person that wins gets all the money. So, Corey got um, Keisha, and I got Janelle. Um, full disclosure, I have no idea and who Keisha is. And know who Keisha is. So you tell she me. She is um, from Big Brother 10. And Corey, I think you started watching at like Oh, so 12. probably right around when I was 10. <laughs> no. Why? Because Big Brother's old. Not that old, though. <laughs> Golly. Um, anyways, she was season 10. Uh, I personally can't remember a whole lot about her. To be honest, She's season wait- 10 was a long time ago. She was a, a waitress from Ohio, but I she moved to L.A. probably after her Big Brother success. And then I have Janelle, which she's I don't think good, you... Do you know Janelle? Not too much, but from what you've told me about her, she's a good pick. Oh, you probably saw her back in, in um, 14, season 14. Right. Yeah. I remember her then, but um, she didn't so do well then. It looks like, according to her bio on the website, this is her fourth time in the Big Brother house, previously on 6, 7, and 14. Um, and has not won at all. But she's finished third back-to-back seasons, six and seven. Yeah. Which is similar to who I... I'll, Samantha and I had this debate yesterday a little bit about who we think is the best Big Brother contestant of all time. Yeah. And that is similar to who I argued, which is Paul. Because um, I think going back-to-back seasons, being runner-up, is incredibly impressive. So, basically you're saying that you think I have good odds of winning this year? Yeah, I mean, being third two years in a row, albeit Big Brother 6 and 7, which is a long time ago, is good. Well, maybe she'll be a big target, though. Well, She's she'll... also a very um, opinionated, strong player. I do know that. But we all know alliances is what keeps... If she can align with the right yeah. people, it'll keep her. And up. it is um, all-stars, so everybody's going into the game knowing that they're all big, strong players. Well, There's probably not anybody that's on them that's pretty weak. Speaking of... Personality-wise. Of all-stars, who else is on, yeah. who is on the cast? Uh, the other people are... We have Christmas, who was on... Um, season 19, just a few seasons back, and she was unable to complete her season because she broke her foot. No, she completed it. She just couldn't be in all the competitions. Oh, she placed third. I guess I don't remember too much about Christmas. Yeah, I liked her a lot because I'm kind of into NASCAR, and she she worked for NASCAR on cars and stuff, and I remember her telling that story, and all the boys were impressed with her. And then we have David. Yeah, who was like season twenty one. He was like one of the first ones, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the season where you were out, but you were still in the house. Oh, and remember how you got to be in the separate house? Yeah, I think I remember that. And then Nicole, who is the season twenty one. Nicole Anthony. Yes, twenty one. The redhead Nicole. Yes. 
She was in third. She's the one that went to final three with a couple, a showmance. Um, which I don't think has ever happened. I don't think a showman's has ever gotten That's to because the didn't two. she not have the heart to pull the trigger on Mickey when she could have? She really should have made some bigger moves, and I think she's kicking herself. That older that. guy that was protecting her, she ended up yeah, turning her right. back on him. Was it Clint or something? Clint. Uh, then we have Danny, who has also been in it two other times um, season eight and season 13. She's the daughter of Evil Dick. Um, oh, I didn't realize she married somebody from Big Brother. Hmm. Uh, yes, Evil Dick's daughter. Um, and she is definitely a strong player as well. Um, after we... The season I remember her from, though, she made a big move really early and then that bit her in the end. Yeah, she's just a strong... Yeah. yeah. She's There's a lot of very strong females in this mix, which could be interesting because there has not been... Um, any real strong female alliances in the past for Big Brother. So I think that um, if they decide to get together, the girls actually could dominate and go somewhere um, because there's a lot of strong female. Well, so far you're coming up on who I think is the strongest male. So then we have Cody from season 16, runner up. Um, I'm fanning her right now, guys. Flush. <laughs> Such a liar. Um... I can't even talk now. <laughs> um, who played alongside one of the best players that we were debating um, the other night at Derek? The only person Derek. to ever win the season without ever going up on the block. That is incredible mm -hmm. and probably won't be duplicated. No. Um, so I know you weren't able to watch the first episode when they introduced the cast, but Derek was on the stories for CBS, took over the stories or whatever, and they, re they released the cast um, live on move-in day, which they've never done before. Usually the cast is released ahead of time, and move-in day is pre-recorded, so this is all brand new. So Derek is watching it, and he's like, oh, Cody. Oh, I didn't know Cody was on there, which I just call BS. Like, we all knew that they're buddies, yeah. and they're going to talk. So anyways, Kevin... Um, Big Brother 11, he was an first to be evicted on finale night, placing third. A lot we of have third. a lot of third. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. A lot of third place people. Another, a little bit too early for me. I don't remember Casey. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Tyler. Out comes the fan again. <laughs> Big Brother 20, runner up. Um,. He did win America's Favorite House Guest, and I feel like there's a few other that um, have also won Favorite House Guest um, in the cast. And he is met the love of his life while he was on the show. He lives not too far from us, Hilton Head. Oh, yeah? Yep. And then we have um, Bailey, who was on Big Brother 20. Sluggy C. Also had a showmance, and now they're married. Uh, then we have... One of my faves, Nicole Franzel. She's from Big Brother eight or sixteen and eighteen. Winner of eighteen. Um, she was in the season with Derek. She lost to Derek. Yeah, in season sixteen. Right here, it says that she was the first female to be a male in the final two. Hmm. That's interesting. Then we have Memphis, who I believe is from like a really yeah season ten. That's with what's her name? Runner then? up. The girl that I have are both from Keisha. season ten. Yep. And when they so when they just did the first episode, they.
they weren't able to show too much of the mingling that they usually show when they first enter the house because they were doing competitions and stuff. So I haven't really seen the fact that they've known each other and have talked at all. Uh, we have Enzo, who is Big Brother 12, and I believe you started at 13, we decided. So he hasn't, met, he hasn't seen Enzo before either. He was the member of a big alliance called the Brigade. Which you said was debated what was better, the Brigade or the Hitman. Because yeah. the Hitmen were Cody and Derek. The Brigade yes. was... But the Brigade, I believe, was... Um, was a bigger group. Yeah, I think it was four guys, if I remember correctly. And then we have Janelle, who we talked about. Kaiser, he's from Big Brother 6 and 7. Who else was 6 and 7? There was somebody with a buck. Might have been Janelle. I feel like it was Janelle. Oh, Janelle. 6 and yep. 7. Um, which, those are some old, old seasons. So he's back. We have Davon, who's Mama been D. on a couple times. Big Brother 17 and 18. Um, she figured out the twin twist in season 17. Were you the one that mentioned bringing the twins back? I thought it would be interesting for all stars to bring the twins back, but and do still the whole do twin it all twist over again. again. And yeah. See if everyone see if they can figure it out. I think personally that they would figure it out fast because they've been through us all the before. Yeah. Too. yeah. Um, and then we have Ian Terry. He is Big Brother fourteen winner. I think he was an underdog. Um, he he was... infamously got out my favorite Big Brother contestant ever, which is Frank. Oh yeah. Well, I wasn't. Let me rephrase that. I was in love with Frank the first time, the mm -hmm. first season he was in, because he kept winning every time he was on the block. He was bubbly and had a lot of good personality too. We talked about this too, uh -huh. and I thought when um, we saw him in his next season without Mike yep. by his side, kind of coaching him on <laughs> how to play Big Brother, he bombed. He just was not. He didn't get along with people. He came back arrogant, yeah. and right away, what did he do? He won the first comp. Yeah. And, just, I, and I was like, oh, here goes Frank again. Here we go. And I think his ego took over. I think when you have a big comp um, game, like you're really strong in the comps, you need to have a really strong social game. You really need to balance it. Otherwise, you're going to Or a laid-back social game, and he wasn't really laid-back. Yeah, he was in your face and just... Speaking of laid-back social games, I feel like that's how Ian won his season. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I mean. I feel like he was underdog. Not in the sense where... I think he was just like, it just kind of came out from, you know, underneath. Like, nobody expected him to pull through. and. But everyone knew he was smart. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They all knew he was intelligent. So, this time around, I'm wondering what his um, his plan is going in because everybody knows how intelligent he is now. So, I think they'll be looking at him a little closer than they did the first time around. I think it's going to be pretty safe to say he's the smartest person in the house again. So, it's going to be up to some really good physical competitors i think to take him out yeah but we've also noticed that he's actually a really good competitor not maybe the physical comps but we also know that there's a lot of good balance of um the mental comps and the puzzles and he definitely will ace those without any issues especially puzzles and stuff but you know who else is really good at janelle if i remember correctly janelle is really good at puzzles and stuff like that as well well that kind of leads me into what else i wanted to ask you because you probably have more familiarity with these contestants than me who do you think, out of the six, starting from the 16, name me, like, three favorites of yours that you think could win the whole thing? Um, well, I definitely, I think Janelle could win. Um, she's, I mean, she came in third twice, twice right? Yeah. Um, I am going to root for Nicole just because I like her. And well, she's won before. It's not she like She has it's... won before, yeah. Um, and she beat out Paul, correct? She beat Paul? Yes. 
she did beat Paul. And it sounds like they're still good friends now. And then I'm going to say I'm going to root for Tyler. Because I like him too. So what are your three? My three favorites to win Big Brother this year are Tyler, if he can not make so many mini alliances that he has to break. Mm -hmm. That was his big problem is he ended up cutting some bridges that he just had to because he had a stronger alliance. He knew that another player was, he'd make a mini alliance with somebody yeah. to get him to next week and then he'd be quick to cut them off. Yeah. And that hurt a lot of people's feelings leading into voting and we both know we discussed how Derek had great game as yeah, not he, making He alliances. revealed, actually, he revealed that that was his um, game plan for the whole thing, was to leave them with a good no, even if he had to do something that hurt them, you know, at the goodbye video. Derek, you mean. Yeah, yeah. Or something, yeah. Would, um, you know, give them a compliment and, and tell them that he didn't mean anything bad by it. Where Tyler, I guess, didn't have that. Tyler thought he was being just playing the game and doing it the right way, and he was because he wasn't trying to be cruel. Mm -hmm. But the problem is when you promise someone something one week and then the very next week you find another little alliance to get you through to the next week and you cut that pr the previous person off. Yeah, it doesn't usually work out too well for It doesn't people. work out. And we've seen it a lot. We've seen a lot where somebody is just in a bad spot. They're on the good side of the house. One week, the next week, they're instantly on the bad side of the house now, and they're just kind of making small deals here and there, and it doesn't seem to ever balance out because it's too much wish-wash, back-and-forth kind of thing. So I'm going to go with Tyler because of that. I think he okay. has a good blend of social. You think he could and, have learned from his previous mistakes? And he had a good enough physical game, I think, to oh, win definitely. some of those comps. Yeah. So I'm, next, I'm going to go out on a kind of a sleeper pick. Uh, is Christmas. Uh-huh. Because I thought that she was really good at physical comps, and unfortunately, with her accident, right. we didn't get she to see that. To and, I, and I thought by being um, kind of sidelined, she was able to learn the social aspect of the game because she couldn't really compete. That's true. So she has some knowledge on how to work the house a little bit because that's all she really could do. And then I think now that she'll be able to compete physically, she has a chance. She's my dark horse. Okay. And my two front runners, um, I feel kind of bad because they're similar to you. I I just I like Nicole's game. If they don't shoot Nicole, excuse me, Nicole, F, we'll, we'll call her Nicole blend. Franzel F. Yeah. Um, I'm really shocked right now. If they don't gun for her early, because I think she is such a good player and a big threat, that she she's gonna go far. I think she's super dangerous to keep around. Yeah. So if she isn't out within the first three weeks, I'd be shocked because I think the bigger players know this about her. Um, you're going to get your floaters that are going to go far. Yeah. Like we always do. Well, I can, think hold on, hold Nicole, on. I'm a little shocked that Cody's not on your list at all because I thought you had like a man crush kind of thing for Cody. For Cody? No, I just think that... Um, uh, I think Now that, you're speechless. <laughs> We talked about big targets like I'm talking with Nicole. Yeah. I think Cody's got the biggest target on his back in the whole house. Um, Just because uh, I'm Derek? I'm big on alpha males coming into the house yeah. having a big target on them right away. And Cody, out of all these men, yeah. besides Cody and Enzo, are the alphas of the house. Hmm. And I think Cody's going to have a big target right away. Yeah. So I will say that I have been watching a little bit of the live feeds. And I'm not exactly sure what has happened. Um, I'm sure by the time we release anything from this episode, 
stuff will have been aired because the next episode is tomorrow night on Big Brother. Um, however, I have noticed um, Nicole and Danny talking a lot, which I'm not sure. Like, I think on Nicole's end, it's absolutely genuine. Danny, I just know she can be a little sly, so I'm not positive how genuine it is on Danny's end. It seems pretty genuine in their conversation, um, and I honestly see them talking together a lot. Their biggest conversation that they keep having that I've noticed multiple times when I've clicked onto the live feeds is Nicole is afraid Janelle doesn't like her. Janelle seems to hold some type of power um, that I can't quite figure out. I think Janelle might be safe or something. She's wearing some star costume. Um, and I don't know if Nicole's on the block or if it's a threat that Janelle can put somebody up. I'm not sure. There's definitely a twist that's going to be revealed to us. I know that. Um, but their biggest conversation back and forth is constantly Nicole think, saying, I want to work with Janelle, but I don't think she trusts me. I don't know if she likes me. So it really seems like already Janelle's like holding some type of power, not even just from what was given to her from Big Brother, but just some power over the house guests, um, you know, fitting in or being in charge kind of thing. So Well, I know you said there's a lot of strong female personalities, oh, sure. but I would say out of the house, I feel like Janelle and actually probably Devon or Bailey, Bailey seems to have be... very strong personalities yeah. and they can easily rule over the women. I don't know, but Danny's really strong too. But she has the sneaky thing. And she's I very think sly. what I've seen with you, I honestly don't think she's being honest with Nicole I or know. Janelle. I think she'll just keep either one of them around. Yeah. Whoever's the stronger player as time goes on, yeah. she's going to latch so, to. The funny thing is I haven't seen um, Danny and Janelle speaking at all, but for some reason in the back of my mind, I feel like Danny is closer to, Jan to Janelle. Like I feel like she's going to be more loyal with Janelle and she's just kind of like stringing Nicole along, like you said, to choose, you know, where she wants to mm -hmm. go. I have seen Bailey pop in a few times, um, talking to them. So I'm not sure. I really think if the girls could just, I know how girls get, it can be really catty, which is probably why their alliances never end up working out because in the past, obviously there's been showmances involved, which we know girls, like they're going to, you know, kind of. Uh, what's good showmance. in this case is for the most part all these people are taken. Yeah, yeah, there shouldn't be any showmances this season because everybody pretty much came in with a Do you a think that was a deliberate a, thing from um, Big Brother knowing that showmances aren't probably a good thing because they don't want a lot of physical touching even though everyone's been oh. tested? No, I don't I don't think so. I think it's more the just the fact that they All picked, stars are taken yeah. normally. Well, a lot of them even Julie made a comment, she's the host of the show, that I think we have more um, marriages than um, The Bachelor, <laughs> which I think is true. There's so many more couples from Big Brother. Um, not that I watched Bachelor, so I really don't know. But Isn't it crazy that success, just three but... months being in a house, every single minute of every single day, you can develop something better yeah. than dating? Well, we all know how fake well, they the both other show are is. A little yeah. bit, but... I mean, but this one, they're not coming on to date. They're developing that relationship naturally. Where the other show, they're kind of forcing it because that's what they're coming on to do, right? Right. So, anyways, um, be interested to see what happens. Um, hopefully, it's a good season. I know Nicole, let's talk about the other Nicole for a second, the redhead. How do you think she'll do? It's a big group of people for her, and she's very timid. Can I do my floater list real quick? Yeah. Starts with Nicole Anthony. So she did. She did say in her in her welcome video that she has gained a lot of confidence since her last thing. It really helped her. She's no longer a preschool teacher. She does something. I think she does a podcast. 
So um, she's gained a lot of confidence, and I think that her social might have improved. I haven't obviously seen much, so I don't know. Well, but I thought her social is what kept her in it last year. Yeah, but she just can be very awkward and timid, so I think that, you know, I mean, like, her actual social skills, like, in life have improved, I think. So I think Nicole will float through, and actually I think David will try to float through because of the fear of getting voted out week one again. Yeah. I think he'll remain really low-key for a while. Do you think they're going to go with a big, um, somebody big the first week, or do you think that they're going to keep it low-key again? So, here's my thing. on When you win first week, I am completely all for, when you're the HOH week one, voting off the person who came in last in the top, or the two people that came mm. in last. Because I feel like that's the least amount of blood on your hands. Yeah. I feel like if you win HOH and right away... Let's say, uh, who won HOH, Cody? Yeah, but here's the thing. This competition, Corey wasn't able to watch it, wasn't the whole, not everybody got a chance to do this competition. Only certain people did. So who are the ones that got so to So in a sense, me? the people that didn't even make it to HOH kind of, the last to me. kind of deserved to be put on the block, not even people Correct. that went into HOH. Correct, that's what I'm saying. No, I mean the people that, because they had comps and then they had the HOH comps. So I, pe- I think people that made it to the HOH comp should all be able to go to the next me too. That's okay. what I'm agreeing with you. Okay. I'm saying he shouldn't even think about those yeah. people. So I would think of the other people. Which I don't know. There's too many. That didn't make it. Yeah. Okay. But, so like, Cody made HOH, I think for like example. six people got to play the HOH comp. If I was Cody, I'd pick the people who didn't even have an opportunity to play for HOH. Yeah. Just two of them. I would do it one girl, one boy. It'd be completely fair. Yeah. Just go down the middle. Yeah. Because get the least amount of blood on your hands week one. You don't want to be a huge target week two. Because yeah. you don't have an opportunity. And I told you why I don't think Cody's going to go far is for exactly what happened. He won won right away. And now next week, it's going to be like, you guys, we need to get Cody out of here. And so Cody next week, his whole whole goal is going to be to align with the right people. If Cody doesn't show too much muscle this week, like, I get, like, physical muscle. But I mean, like, if he just kind of lays back and lets the house tell him what to put up, it gets the feel, it doesn't, you know. As long as it's not a big move. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. Like, I wouldn't, let's go this way. I don't, I can't tell what Janelle wearing the star, but let's say she's a possibility of going on the block. I wouldn't put her up there. I think I, she's I safe. I, I, I wouldn't put Janelle's up a big safe. dog. I wouldn't With put up a star. Tyler. Yeah. I wouldn't put up something that's. Well, you're going to ruffle too many feathers. Yeah, I get you. All right, interesting. Well, um, who do you, okay, so pick one person since it's obviously the first episode, beginning of the season. Pick your absolute final winner. What's your guess going to be? Oof. You want me to do the winner of the show this right now? Yeah, because we're going to see. You can change it week to week if you want, but we're going to see what your first pick was, not knowing any, you know, anything going into it, and who actually wins. I am going to say, out of Tyler, Christmas, and Nicole, I'm going with Tyler. I think Tyler learned from – he made a simple error, and that can be fixed. Yeah. Not too many mini deals, Tyler, this year. Yeah. If you can keep that and just stick with your alliance and try to ride that through and only make deals at the very, very, very end when you really need it, you go far. So I'm going with Tyler. Okay. I um, do not think Nicole's going to win for two in a row. I don't think they'll ever have somebody win two seasons um, as much as I wanted to. I really want to say Janelle, not only because I'll win and get the money, <laughs> um, but I think she's 
strong. I just, I, it, before I can make that call, I don't know how the guests feel about her. Like We're I don't on know. a string of girls winning though right now too. Yeah, I just Nicole don't, and then Casey and now I don't know if, that, if the house too. is like liking her or not liking her. Um, I'm gonna go Janelle. I'll go Janelle. Okay. Who wins? All right. So do you want to move on to the movie? So we watched um, Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf and Dakota Johnson, and it's also. Starring a oh yellow wolf out of nowhere. <laughs> People probably don't even know who Yellow Wolf is. <laughs> He's a rapper out of Alabama that got his first look at a movie and I forget what he played, Rat Boy. That was his name in the movie was Rat Boy. <laughs> I think it was. Even, I kinda of thought he said Rat Boy with a T. But I think no, you're right. I no, think it was yeah, Rat yeah. Boy. He, <laughs> I didn't even like pay attention to that. That's all he got. And then um it was starring a newcomer. Uh, Zach got, I'm sorry, if I'm, sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Yeah, Zach Gotsigen. Oh, that's funny that his name is the same as his character's name. Yeah, uh, who truly does uh, have Down syndrome, and I thought he did a really, really good job in the movie. Also, famous actor <laughs> Thomas Church. He played the ex oh, wrestler. Yeah. Wrestler. So I knew when we first were introduced to him that he'd have a bigger role than what it, the movie kind of. Oh, yeah, Like definitely. them going out his front door and walking away. Okay, so I guess give them a quick, um, you know. A quick plot analysis yeah. would be there is this uh, Zach, a kid with Down syndrome that is placed in an old folks home by the state. He wants to be a professional wrestler. He watches a video of his favorite wrestler, the saltwater redneck, every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants to go meet him and go train. And at his wrestling school. At his wrestling, wrestling school. school. Uh, by the way, this video is on VHS, yep. so we know it is incredibly old. Yep, and he rewinds it and watches it yeah. multiple times a day, it seems like. Yeah. And his older roommate seems to, you know, let him do his thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, he helps him escape. So <laughs> Zach is on the run, and he runs into Tyler, a character played by Shia LaBeouf, one of my personal favorite actors. Um he thought he, I thought he did a good job in this movie. Yeah. Anyways, Tyler's character is kind of burdened by the loss of his brother, so he's getting into trouble. Um, he seems to be down and out on his luck and with money. So the first glimpse of him we get is he's stealing crab traps mm-hmm. and makes enemies with the aforementioned boy. yellow wolf. <laughs> um, and his boss. And he's his like boss. He's like the muscle man. Um. So he's kind of on the run from them, and him and Zach meet at a crossroads. Um, like I said, Tyler uh, is down and out mainly because he... They flash back to him having a brother, and... Yeah, he had a brother that he lost. Clearly not in the picture. If you watch the movie, you'll learn yeah. how he lost it. Yeah, we're not, we don't want to do too many like yeah. spoilers. I'm just going to cut to... So Tyler and Zach are on this adventure. It's yeah. very Mark Twain-ish, if you guys mm-hmm. are into those kind of books, which I was as a kid. And I liked the story. Very Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tyler needed a, a pick-me-up. Zach needed a friend in life. Someone that really was there for him. Um, and Tyler I gave him that. I think and they... The, the yeah. character that I'm not really bringing into the whole thing was Dakota Johnson, who was kind of a caretaker at the... She was yeah, a volunteer, I guess she was though, like she a, said. I don't know. 
I think she was like a case manager. I couldn't tell if she was case manager, social worker, nurse, something of that sort. At the nursing home, she takes it upon herself to go find Zach because it's kind of her fault. Her boss tells tells her to go get him. Uh, He doesn't want this to make the news and he doesn't want to be shut down. So she's chasing them as they're on the run. Um, They're on the run to go meet the uh, wrestling guy. Yeah. Tyler's going to drop him off on the way. He's heading to Florida to escape his troubles kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give two more than that. I guess that's kind of the plot yeah. line. They're on the, it's a great adventure. Yep. Oh, you've got one. And you see their relationship develop and grow. Cause obviously when they first meet, you know, he wants nothing to do. Tyler wants nothing to do with Zach. Um, cause he just slows him down and he doesn't really, you know, have no interest in making any friends, but it's hard, uh, not to make friends with Zach. Who's, you know, kind of like a fun, fun-loving character. So also, just a heads up, um, they're not a sponsor or anything, but if you do want to see this movie and you have Amazon Prime, you can see it for free. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you'll have to rent it on whatever kind of streaming service you have. Yes. So, I guess what I wanted to ask you is, what were your thoughts on the movie? What Would you give it a grade, uh, A, B, C, D, oh. F? Um, I, I didn't want to do one one through ten. Let's yeah. just do eight. Are we doing F. plus minus or just a? a let's just make it real simple. Okay, I'm giving it an A. I thought it an was a. good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So this is a movie that Corey has been bringing up multiple times. Hey, Samantha, that peanut butter falcons on this thing to find When it first came to theaters, I wanted to go see it. <laughs> hey, Samantha, that peanut butter falcons. I think it's been on Prime for a while. I feel like you told me a while ago. Hey, Samantha, peanut butter falcons out there. Do you think we? Want- so we finally just, I was like, let's just watch it, Corey. Let's just get it over with and watch it. Um, so is it safe to say when we were going into it, you weren't that excited? I was just kind of eh about it. I was kind of, and I don't know, I didn't really have a whole lot of hope for it, which movies tend to turn out better when you don't have a lot of, um, you know, hope for it to begin with. So, but it was definitely, I thought it was really good. It was funny. We laughed quite a bit. Um, heartwarming. You know, we definitely smiled and... I thought you got to see a lot of, well, Zach, I mean, I do like Shia LaBeouf too. I thought you got He's to see a lot of range well. even from Zach Gotsigan as an actor. And yeah. then you got to see a lot of range from Shia LaBeouf, who we know, yeah. I know has Yeah, range. we definitely both enjoy Shia LaBeouf. Um, Dakota's character was definitely more narrow. Uh, mm-hmm. She didn't have to show her acting chops. Me personally, I don't think she's that great of an actress, so it didn't matter. But uh, if you are into Shia LaBeouf, he definitely carried the movie. And I thought Zach did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. They were a good duo together. Um, And Thomas Church actually did a great job as kind of a broken character who needed a little pick-me-up himself. Yeah. I agree. So. Um, What were your thoughts on the movie since you were so eager to watch it? Did it hold up to what you were hoping for? Was it better than you expected? It was right about where I thought. I thought we were going to get a heartwarming movie that just was a feel-good. I was nervous that there was going to be tragedy in the end yes you kept um and that wasn't gonna hurt it at all for me um it didn't my grade stays the same i give this movie a b i don't Mm want to shoot at an a because i have movies that i put on a pedestal (laughs) that if we aren't doing a pluses and stuff like that movie man to me it's an a if i enjoyed it (laughs) and would recommend it to somebody else it's an a so you're gonna get a lot of b's from me on this podcast (laughs) because Maybe one day we'll go through our A-list oh, movies, and I'll give you five or ten of them, but this isn't there. Yeah, Corey's more of a movie buff than me. I'm just kind of along for the ride. But yes, I give it a B. I thought it was good. 
I thought it was really good, and I think anyone should go watch it. That's why I was excited to do a podcast and this be our first movie, because it's a good one to start off with a good grade. It was a movie that we... Yeah, so we had another choice of a movie that I won't go into details Well, that on. could be next week. But yeah, it may, it may be coming up, so just, you know, just hang tight. We'll see. But I think this was definitely a better choice, especially to start, <laughs> to start yeah. off with. Yeah, I agree. Um, other thoughts. Um, so we kind of already had this discussion, but just to kind of bring it back out. Um, I asked you earlier your thoughts on who saved who out of the three characters. Um, you know, every person kind of had their own journey and their own um, coming to the light moment, I guess, kind of. And so I was curious between um, Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson, and Zach, who do you think, you know, who was saved, who saved the other kind of thing? I'll give you my opinion on the three dynamics, and then I'll go through yours. Okay. So I thought Tyler's character was kind of had, like, a hole in him from losing his brother and kind of needed, like, a pick-me-up in that way and needed to be saved out of the whole, out of the path that he was going down, which was crime and... Just a lost soul. It was a lost soul. And I thought... Really, he would probably end up dead. And I thought Zach's character really needed a friend. I felt like because he was in an old folks' home, like, he had people that were looking out for him, but he couldn't really make a real bond. They weren't his age. Um... And the people that were watching over him while they were looking out for him as far as him not hurting himself or taking mm-hmm. care of himself with nutrition-wise, they weren't looking out for his soul, like you said. Like, yeah. what makes him feel good? What he wants to get happiness yeah. out of life? And I thought T- Tyler needed the brotherly bond that he got from Zach, and that kind of brought his character full circle. You saw, like, happiness. Like you said, they did a good job at, as the movie went on as, like, Tyler found happiness with Zach and then as they meet Dakota Johnson's character Tyler becomes cleaner cut like cleaner happier looking as the movie goes on and that was definitely intentional I believe by the by the makeup people or the movie the director yeah I think he wanted you to see the characters get lighter um so I think Zach was saved in that aspect he needed a friend he found a friend and someone Tyler's tough on him like oh yeah he's not he doesn't baby him he doesn't, if, like, when Zach is like, oh, I'm tired, I want to stop, and Tyler gives him the speech about keep going, don't slow me down, blah, blah, blah. I thought he needed that, too. Like, someone to not baby him. He's an adult. He's a grown man. Yeah. So I thought though that was interesting. I thought they saved each other. I think the deeper question is, does Dakota Johnson's character save Tyler as well? Yeah. Or did she And I think we saved? had different thoughts on this. And we had different thoughts on that. Like, I thought... The only thing about her that really changed to me was she was the one, like I said, that was telling Zach to eat his nutritional stuff. Mm -hmm. She was really concerned about his physical health. They mentioned his swollen ankle that you thought was going to be a thing later. Um, Well, it's also probably because she's his caregiver, so that's really all the thoughts that she's had on him. That's all she thinks of him, though, really. And... uh, I thought Tyler's character kind of lets her loosen up a little bit. Yeah. Like, enjoy life a little bit. Yeah. Like, go with the flow. Don't be so concerned with that stuff. And as the movie goes, she becomes a freer spirit. Uh, by the end of the movie, she has her hair blowing in the car. Yeah. Which is kind of like a let loose moment. Uh, she's otherwise very well put together throughout the movie. Yeah. So, I don't really have a... 
guess my long story short, I don't really have a saving person. I don't think anyone is really saved except Zach and Tyler. Like, because you think she has something to do with it. So I'll let you give your opinion. I don't think she saved anybody. I think that um, I do agree, obviously, with Zach and Tyler. I think that Zach... um, I think Zach had a good touch on both of them. I don't think he saved either one particularly more than the other. Um, I think that Tyler got a lot out of Zach and helped him see, you know, a different part of life and help him get his um, happiness back and learn to kind of maybe slow down a little bit and really um, focus on your dreams and stuff like that. And, you know, I think that Tyler definitely um, helped Zach um, become his own person a little bit more, helped him gain the freedom that he really wanted. And, um, I think, I think that Dakota, it's so hard because I don't want to spoil the end at all. That's what I was having trouble doing. But I think that Dakota in a way saved Tyler. Um, do you think emotionally or physically or both? Um, I think when you watch the ending, I think more physically. I don't want to get into too much of it because I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody. But um, I think that she did have a part in saving Tyler because I don't think um, he would end up where he was without her. Oh, one point I want to bring up too, we mentioned uh, souls a lot, like the saving of your soul. Yeah. And I thought the movie definitely had a religious undertone throughout too. Uh, they run into... Oh, I can't think oh, of his name. Jasper. Was Jasper. It? <laughs> thank you. They run into Jasper, and he kind of brings that full circle a little bit because I kind of felt it throughout the movie. Um, and you'll know what I mean if you I, guys see the movie. There's definitely a religious undertone of I feel like of the saving of the soul and the saving of. I can see that now that you mention it with the Jasper piece, but other than that, I don't think that I saw the religious undertone. Uh, I thought the they were kind of leading of the, the movie. like leading it, like the saving of the souls needed yeah. from everybody. And I thought yeah. the Jasper piece brought yeah. it together. Yeah, now that you bring it up, I do think that that... Um, and I think that was intentional, and I yeah. liked that a lot. That was interesting. Because even Dakota's character meets uh, Jasper as well. And he also asks her if she's a God-fearing woman. Yeah. And I just think it brought it, it brought that all three characters are asked that question and brought through that. And I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, you're right, because there's no other reason to bring it into Mm -hmm. the movie. Hmm. That was definitely intentional. I I liked that part. Yeah. Because otherwise Jasper's character is kind of scary. (laughs) But but I liked it. At first I didn't understand it, but as I reflected on the movie, I got why they were brought to Jasper. Jasper is a really old blind man that hears them getting into his junkyard and comes wobbling out of the house with a gun in his hand. But he can't see, so he doesn't even know where he's shooting or who he's shooting at. But he ends up um, kind of helping them out and let them building a raft from his material and um, so they can head on down the river. Okay, so I think you have some um, facts for me. Oh, yeah. So every episode we were going to do um, some facts about an actor or a director or someone to do with the movie that we have picked. So I was going to make this one really simple and just start off with Shia LaBeouf, who we both enjoy. So So quick tip I found interesting. Shia still looks fairly young and he's 34 years old. He's right, right around our age. Oh, 
Well, I'm only 29, but... Um, True. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he looked old, do you think? I thought he looked younger than 34. Oh. You thought he looks our age? Yeah, I think so. He doesn't look super young to me, especially in that movie anyways. He definitely right. looks rough. So, so this is going to be some one lie, right? I'm going to give you four facts and one lie. This was supposed to be two truths and one lie. But I, got, I went down a rapid mm-hmm. hole of learning about yeah. that. Yeah, okay. All right, so give them to me. They're simple. Okay. All right. Fact number one. Shia started his career as a cast member of Disney's Even Stevens playing the character Louis Stevens in the early 2000s. Fact number two. Shia LaBeouf once dated Rihanna. Fact number three. (laughs) Shia's favorite actor is Dustin Hoffman. Okay. Fact number four. Shia has hosted SNL three times. Okay. Fact number five. Now, okay, go ahead. Fact number five. Shia once said, I like the dark, mysterious, maybe even gothic girls. Okay. So are you, like, telling me a truth but just fibbing the number, or is it, like, a bold lie? It, or are you bending it where one most of it's true, but there's a tiny piece of the lie? I'm not going to do a tiny little piece. Um so it's a bold lie. I will throw um, some numbers that could be uh, fake at you, I guess, if I wanted to. Because I'm not going to just... I would think you would know that Shia has hosted SNL. I guess it would be up to you to know if he had hosted it three times. So I could change that. Um, but a bold lie, like obviously, once dated Rihanna. I don't mean like twice Shia dated. twice yeah. dated okay. Rihanna. No, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm going to start with number one, his career. Okay, so here's um, my... <laughs> I'm really bad with <laughs> actors. So, who's the other guy that, to me, looks like Shia LaBeouf? I don't know. The, um... What was he in? Um, the Monsters movie or whatever. Oh, Corey? Who's that? What's his actor? What's his name? I think Corey Feldman. No. Um. Anyways, oh, I think he was in like Wonder Years or something. Yeah. Who's that? I think Corey Feldman. No, Savage. Sal- something Savage. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred Savage. No. Anyways, no. so to me, Fred Savage. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Okay. So I think he was in. I think he was in Even Stevens. That or it was the Savage Kid that I'm thinking of. But I don't know. He was. But now I think about it, he was in Wonder Years, which is way earlier than that. So <laughs> I'll say that number one is true. Number one is true. Okay. So number two, one stayed in Rihanna. Not sure how I feel about that. Number three, Dustin Hoffman. Oh, by um, the way, number one, you are correct. Okay. Um, Dustin Hoffman, I could totally see him liking Dustin Hoffman. Even he I, said... Even though I don't really know who Dustin Hoffman is. <laughs> uh, Hook. He plays Hook in the movie Hook. Okay, but I, yeah, I just could feel like he could like somebody like that. Um, he said, that is true. Okay. Uh, he said Dustin Hoffman is his favorite actor because he doesn't believe that talent should be over... Talent shouldn't be overrided by your physical appearance, and he said he doesn't feel like himself as a very attractive man, so he feels like he's had to work hard at his craft and his acting ability, and Dustin Hoffman, to him, has like the most immense acting ability and is always striving to be great, so he's a big fan of Dustin okay. Hoffman's. Um, 
For some reason, I picture somebody else's Dustin Hoffman, but that's you ever seen Rain Man with Tom Cruise? No. Um, number four, Shia has hosted SNL three times. I'm going to say yes. True. Okay. Is that the lie? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. So I knew that the Gothic Girls was true just because we've discussed before how surprising it is that Shia is like such this like strange, dark person in real life when in his movies, he always plays kind of like a fun, light character, a little darker in this role, but, um. Always seems I think to be as really he's gotten likeable. older, he's gone darker. He's just, yeah. Fair to say. But this, there have been things that you've showed me that he's just strange and kind of out there, so I'm not surprised by that. So then I was debating between that and Rihanna, just because that's kind of crazy and out there. Um, he did mention true. that the once part is true. Yeah. They went on one date. He said there was nothing romantic there, so yeah. they kept it just friends. But they actually dated, and I'm I thought really that was shocked. so interesting. Yeah. Um, especially so how many times did he do SNL? Twice. Ah, see, that's the thing. I think it should just be a bold lie and not just <laughs> changing the number. So since kind of Shia's meltdown in the public eye, yeah. he hasn't hosted SNL. I believe the last time was almost like 2007. Oh, it's been oh, a wow. long, long time. No way. That long ago? Yeah. Yeah, it you was don't a long time. It was a very long crazy. time ago. <clears throat> so I was kind of shocked at that. I thought as someone who's had such a long career and mm-hmm. been kind of prevalent for a while. Yeah. But at least have free. Yeah. Free seems to be like the go-to, like if you're the, Tom Hanks has a million, but like Tom Hanks had free quickly. I know, that's why I was pretty sold that 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 was Yeah, I figured you would be. I was hoping. And I think in the future it should just be a straight bold lie. (laughs) Not just changing the number, because that's not fair. That's too hard? Yeah, too hard. You know, I don't know like, you know, the nitty gritty details and stuff. I can't even know who half of these actors are. I hope you guys enjoyed our quick review of peanut butter falcon and we'll and, definitely uh, have a lot of to talk about with bb next oh week yeah and every week yep and just a quick so note. if you're not a bb fan then i guess just skip ahead we'll start with bb first so you know to skip ahead and um if you are not then you should get on board because it's a fun summer show to watch but anyways you don't have to hope you enjoy our review if you Take a look at um, Peanut Butter Falcon. Let us know what you think. And I hope it didn't spoil too much.